Hi, I'm Garth Tanner. I'm Jamie Wincup. I'm Lee Holdsworth. I'm James Courtney. We're the Forex Angels, and you're listening to the VA Insiders. It's your weekly dose of V8 news on the V8 Insiders. Now here's your host, Craig Ravel. What's it like to work for V8 supercars? We find out from two very different perspectives. Cole Hitchcock from V8 Supercars and Andy McElray from Mother Energy Drink Racing. It's all coming up today on this V8 Insiders Extra. I hope you'll stay with us. You've taken the V8 to the races. you watch the action on TV. Now, read about them in V8X Magazine. V8X Magazine, dedicated to just one thing, V8 Supercars. Showcasing some of today's best writers and award-winning photographers, V8X brings you all the news and in-depth interviews demanded by today's V8 Supercar fans in one action-packed magazine. V8X, the number one magazine in V8 Supercar coverage. Out now. Andy McElroy joins us on the line from Mother Energy Drinks Racing. And Andy, it's an interesting time for yourself starting up the Mother Energy Drinks Racing team as a standalone unit. And one thing you're looking for is more people to work with you. Correct. Yep. It's a busy time at the moment. What can people who uh, might be qualified motor mechanics or might have experience in other forms of motorsport, what can they expect for working for a small team like yourselves? Um, basically, more responsibility. Probably the biggest difference in the in the bigger teams. Um, obviously, you've you've got you more pigeonholed in, in your level of responsibility that you have. But um, in the smaller team, everyone needs to pick up um, a little bit more work and look out for each other a little bit more, and um, just to get the, the same end result. You are working with Triple Eight equipment, so. How much work will be done to and fro with Triple Eight? Um, well, that's actually a good question. We're, we're having a meeting with them today just to finalise that package, but um, where the exact level of uh, crossover on the race weekend and so forth is is another one of the most critical things that we've got to work out and the exact level of technology that we'll have, but um, not a huge amount. Basically, once we've got the the, the technology on the car the way, where we want it, we um, pretty much do our thing and then our, um, our engineers work with theirs over a race weekend and um, so we can compare notes and, and uh, that's about the uh, strength of it really. You've been looking for a couple of people to join the team, how successful has the hunt been? Uh, very actually, we're extremely happy with the with the crew we've got because we're being like as I said before, being a smaller team, we're we're pretty tight knit little organisation. So we've we've got one more um, mechanic that we want to find. We're probably um, over servicing the car if you like in respect to the, the mechanics on the car. So we're we're a typical setup as a number one mechanic and a number two mechanic on the car. We're going to have three mechanics on the car, but. Um, in, in terms of uh, the, the amount of people, it's, it's, um, we've got two of the three guys locked away that, have, that are already working on the car and uh, one more to find. Now, it's not a nine-to-five job. That's one thing for sure, working in motorsport. What sort of workload is going to be on these guys? Um, that's one of the, not too much we hope, that's one of the reasons why we're, we're 
we're adding a bit more firepower. The, the regulations allow us to carry or take one more person to the tracks this year over last year's regs, so that helps. So we're going to take advantage of that by adding a, a mechanic to the car. So they're not doing all-nighters and and, um, and the rest of it, like is quite common in this category. But um, we're going to try and keep the workload as, as sensible as we can, but the amount of damage that we sustain dictates exactly what hours you do throughout the year, so we'll, we'll wait and see. How have you enjoyed this change in roles? Oh, loving it. It's, um, it's, it's, I've been involved with the Supercar Championship with when we ran our own Fujitsu Series car in um, 09, and so I know the, the, all the key people within, the, or, or most of the key people within the V8 organisation, and now we're just... Um, Doing this, I've got a very capable um, guy that's going to run our Porsche team for us, so it allows me to focus on this. And um, really looking forward to it. It's exciting, and it's obviously the the pinnacle of what we do in Australia. So really looking forward to it. Obviously, with Jonathan having now had one race win in very tricky conditions, uh, the bar's set pretty high for what you want to achieve as a standalone team. Uh, yeah, well, what a lot of people don't don't realise is even last you know last year Jonathan's results apart from the win, um, he finished 13th in his rookie year, and Mark Winterbottom only finished 18th in his, and, and the driver and team finished um, every race um, without being lapped and on the, on the lead lap of, of, of every every race of the championship last year. So that's pretty phenomenal for a rookie. So those are the uh, the records that we're looking to improve on, r rather than outright wins or podiums, we'll certainly take them if they pop up. But being consistently in the top ten and qualifying in races is, is, is our is our focus. And it's, if we can do that as, as a standalone team, then we'll be very proud of ourselves. Knowing that the car of the future comes in 2013, how big an advantage is it to stay with what was tried and true last year? Um, oh, it's it's. it's it's definitely a decent. I don't know if it's an advantage as such, but it's it's definitely a smart way to go. You don't have to reinvent the wheel. You don't have to learn a new car or or a new new setup. It's it's we all know what we've got to work with, and we've, you know there's been a lot of teams, good teams in the past that have had good equipment, have tried to make improvements, and have actually gone backwards. So we're probably not going to be vulnerable to making that mistake um, because we simply don't have the resources to do that. So. Um, we're um, just looking to, to uh, consolidate on what we've done and just do things a little bit better in a couple of key areas and we should be right. At what point do you have to then start considering the car of the future for your team? It really depends on, on the availability of them, but obviously I'd say at this time next year we'll, we'll depending on, on when they start testing and who's going to test them and all the rest of it, but it's, it's a hard one to say, but obviously early next year we'll need to start looking at it pretty, pretty closely. Well, if people are interested in finding out more about uh, becoming part of the Mother Energy Drinks team as number two mechanic, how can they go about that? Um, they can email me at andy at autosports.com.au and um, we'll uh, have a talk to them. All right, then. Thanks very much, Andy, for your time and uh, thanks for joining us on in, um, V8 Insiders. You're welcome. You've taken the V8 to the races. You watch the action on TV. Now read about them in V8X Magazine. V8X Magazine, dedicated to just one thing, V8 supercars. 
Showcasing some of today's best writers and award-winning photographers, V8X brings you all the news and in-depth interviews demanded by today's V8 supercar fans in one action-packed magazine. V8X, the number one magazine in V8 supercar coverage. Out now. To ask a question of the V8 Insiders, just email them at v8insiders at sportradio.com.au. Hi, I'm Craig Lance from Team Vodafone, and you're listening to V8 Insiders. Cole Hitchcock joins us on the line, and uh, of course, V8 supercars, well, they don't get much of a Christmas break with the uh, short swap between season 2010 and 11, but Cole, uh, Happy New Year to you. Yeah, you too, Craig, and to all your listeners as well. We're interested at the moment. You're looking for a couple of people to help join the V8 Supercar team. But I thought it'd be interesting to find out from you, what's it like to work for V8 Supercars? Oh, look, it's it's a number of things. It's immensely rewarding. Um, it's uh, It can get very, very busy. Um, it's, uh, um, you know, it's an intensely dynamic company, fast moving. I'm not saying that as a... As a motorsport or a motorsport pun, it is um, very fast-paced. Uh, you know, we uh, we have a relatively small team by way of the amount of things we do. Um, you know, not to mention we produce our own television. Um, we promote, manage, and run nine events uh, every single year. Many of those, the biggest uh, and largest, and, and I'll say biased in a biased fashion, uh, the best events in in almost every state in this country every single year. Um, and, uh, you know, it is a, it's a, it's, it's a, a small but a very large organisation, if that makes sense. When you certainly, when you take into account all of the teams, um, as well, you know, employing well in excess of probably 16, 1700 people full time across the country, most of those in and around the Melbourne and Gold Coast or Brisbane, um, regions, uh, you know, it is, it, it's a massive industry and it is growing remarkably quickly and has done in my eight or so years. Uh, in this position, it's extraordinary how much growth it has, um, uh, you know, it has had, but it's also extraordinary how much growth it still has to have, if that makes sense. When you are in and around working strategies, working how you can grow the series, other opportunities greater now than they were when you first started, do you think? Um, well, look, I think in my particular role, what's what's very, um, uh, you know, there's happened very visibly um, in what I do is, is you know, we're, we're gaining very, very wide general acceptance in the media. Um, and, you know, there's still a lot of work to go. But, you know, when I started, we were flat out getting in the detail sections of the papers or, or we, we struggled to get results in some of the newspapers, on the on the radio stations, um, you know, on TV. Now, particularly around uh, the events and the larger events, there's there, there, there's a you know a, a very very strong media coverage of the sport. What what you what you've seen and what I see mostly, um, because I read it and I, I live it and breathe it every day, is is we've moved from perhaps getting the results of a weekend race, you know, in some of the papers, um, you know, to being now, you know, very prominent and, and in some instances, particularly through the News Limited group um, across the whole country, you know, we've butted up right up against the AFL, the Rugby League and um, and, and the cricket codes um, in the summer months. Um, you know, we, we, if the stories are good enough, as we see, you know, sometimes in Sydney, certainly in places like Townsville, um, you know, in places like the Gold Coast and Brisbane, 
um, when we have our big events, um, you know, we are now getting, you know, back pages and front pages uh, in some instances. Uh, you know, that in when I started was absolutely unheard of. Um, so, you know, just the growth in, in the media area and, you know, they, they, there's a lot more growth to come in that area as well. Um, but, you know, I, I really think we've made massive leaps and bounds in that area. Um, we've made massive... Um, leaps and bounds in the television area with the Seven Network um, and so on and so forth, but also in the international broadcast partners, um, sponsorship, um, you know, operations, and, and as I mentioned earlier, just the, the sheer magnitude and the, and the world-class nature of, of our events. Um, again, when I started, um, you know, V8 supercars and motorsport in general um, were probably events, you know, it was mostly only the hardcore fans were attending and that was very evident. Um, the probably one of the few exceptions to that when I first started, I'm talking, you know, eight or so years ago, um, would have been Adelaide in terms of its overall offering to the public and to mums and dads and kids and, and all the rest of it. And, um, you know, that model, um, as it was back then has, has been successfully translated into, um, you know, all, certainly all of the events that VR supercars promote, a lot of the other events that, that, that are promoted by individuals. Um, and, you know, that's, that's been a massive, massive difference in itself in that you know, we're appealing to a much wider audience and what those things do in turn is it grows sponsors and it grows, um, you know, more mainstream sponsors. Um, everything in all of those areas complements each other and grows each other, if that makes sense. Um, you know, we're seeing more, you know, um, food and grocery products um, coming in to sponsor our teams and, and indeed V8 supercars as well because they see that that growth in the audience across all demographics, um, you know, is, is, is growing. Um, particularly in that youth market, we seem to be uh, continually growing um, a younger audience. Um, and, you know, if the research um, that, uh, that we read um, is correct, which I'm sure it is, is we, we have a far younger audience than many other sporting codes, which is a great asset for us to have. Mm. How much has the traditional media do you think, being influenced by the fact that electronic media through the internet and, and so on has picked up V8 supercars very quickly because uh, they were able to get people in that way. And do you think there's a chicken and egg effect there that uh, the internet was so good at promoting you, it dragged the other more traditional forms of media with them? Um, oh, to be honest with you, Craig, I, I kind of disagree with that. Um, I think you've got to separate the two for a start. Um, I think the print media um, has paved the way for more wider recognition and more wider coverage in the electronic media, um, predominantly television, um, particularly, again, around our events. Um, you know, often what happens in newsrooms is, you know, um, the, 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 the TV stations and in many cases the radio stations often follow what the newspaper um, does that morning, and that's just something that's been cultural um, in 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 the in the mainstream media, I guess, uh, you know, for for a long, long time. And I think that's been a big factor, um, particularly our association with with News Limited, as I mentioned earlier. Um, but I think yes, the social media area, um, you know, is is uh, is relatively new as well. You know, the online area, um, you know, uh, and you know, we've actually, um, you know, in the last. Uh, 18 months, you know, we've put a lot more emphasis um, on the internet, um, social media, uh, as every company and every business has, um, because yes, that is a, that is a, a you know, if, if you wanted to put it in, in um, you know, terms, there are now four forms of media. Let's be honest. There's 
there's print, there's television, there's radio, and there's um, and there's web. Mm. Looking at uh, the jobs, and it's interesting we're talking about uh, the electronic side of things because you have got a digital marketing manager. So obviously, V8 Supercars is seeing that the digital world has got to have its own marketing nowadays. Absolutely, hand in hand in glove. Um, you know, particularly again, you know, with the with attracting more youth audiences. Uh, you know, I'm too old for those sorts of things in general. But uh, you know, the online world is is. Is massive. It's untapped, um, and everybody uh, is clearly, um, you know, adopting the similar sorts of strategies. But uh, you know, my kids, um, you know, apart from cartoons and a few other things, you know, they're on iPads and iPhones and computers, and you know, my five-year-old can, um, you know, um, do a pretty, you know, elaborate PowerPoint on a computer for his age. You know, I didn't even know what a computer was when I was five. Um, so you know, it, it is about transitioning. Um, and appealing to new audiences, but importantly, you you can't ignore your existing audience at the same time, and and they are, you know, people who read newspapers, who watch TV, uh, who listen to radio, um, and you know, there are still that's that's still a very very large audience. And as I said, you've effectively got four areas of the media now, not not three, as has as had been the case traditionally, and and it's vitally important that you get all of those right. Uh, you know, you look at. Um, all of the the media companies now they're all um, they're all um, introducing um, iPad applications. You know you can read any news limited paper you like um, on the iPad, um, and I think yeah, it's it's a vitally important part of what we do. It's a vitally um, important part of our ongoing strategy to build that online area, um, not just in a news sense, but from an event perspective as well. Um, giving people information about what they can do, where they can go, what they can see, how much their tickets are, um, and you know, at the same time, feeding them uh, the news and, and keeping people up to date with with what's going on. It's it's absolutely imperative. Mm. And Cole, for people who are just mad keen to uh, find out more about the V8 supercars and what it's like to be there. It's definitely not a nine to five job, is it? It's uh, it's one of those jobs where you have to have a passion for it as much as you want to have work. Yeah, it's it's definitely a combination of both. I think what we've got is we've got a very dynamic, passionate young team, um, and uh, you know we're very proud of of what we do. If we pull off a great event, um, in my world, if it's got great media coverage. Um, that in turn leads to, to bums on seats and, and the, uh, the events guys, you know, make sure that, you know, every little, uh, every little detail at the event is, is great. And I think we saw an example of that, um, with the Armour All Gold Coast 600 last year when, when we came in to promote that event. I, I think we saw a dramatic, um, difference in one, the standard of the event, the standard of how, of how it was run, the standard of, of its presentation, um, and the, the quality of, things that people could do and see over the course of the weekend and it's always been our aim in every single department in this company is uh, to better every single aspect of what we do year on year uh, and that's that's our goal and um, you know that's that's what we're aiming to do in, in what has been a, a challenging year or two with the global financial crisis um, you know this year is, is probably not going to be any rosier, um, given what's happening, particularly in Queensland at the moment. It's going to have a massive, uh, massive impact on the economy. Um, you know, so 
all of those things considered, we're doing really, really well. Mm. Now, in the past, when we've had bushfires and other natural disasters, uh, V8 supercars at the uh, kickoff of the year for the open tests has uh, normally tried to do some charity work. Is there going to be some charity uh, work done at Eastern Creek in a few weeks' time? Well, we, we're discussing all of those sorts of things internally. What, what, what we're doing at the moment is um, you may or may not have seen um, Jerry Harvey on the flood appeal uh, the other day. They're having a, a quite a big open family, um, you know, help our mates in need um, street party here on the Gold Coast on, on Friday night. Um, we're throwing all of our weight behind of that um, with, with a lot of different things that we're supporting that with. So that, that will be our first foray into into the, 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 the flood appeal. I think, um, you know, many individual drivers and teams are, are doing their own things, um, some of them um, privately, some of them publicly. You know, I'm reading uh, reading on the web, <laughs> ironically, as we just spoke about it, you know, that, you know, even even people like, uh, you know, Craig Lowndes' wife, Nat, stuck, you know, out at Kilcoy by, by herself with um, Craig and the kids down in Melbourne visiting the family. Um, um, you know, our V8 supercar fraternity you know, it's not just limited to us and our teams and our 16 or 1800 workers. It's it's also inclusive of our fans and, you know, tens of thousands of those people live in these regions and, you know, they will all be affected um, and anything we can do as an individual or as a, um, you know, as a company or as a team or as a driver, um, you know, we, we will do. It's, it's just one of those times where everybody's been saying it for for weeks and weeks and um you know it's one of those things where everybody can make a small difference somehow and that's that's i think the way we've got to approach it well cole we wish you all the very best for season 2011 i'm sure we'll be talking a few times before we get back to sydney and the 500 end of the year look forward to it craig thanks again for your support and yes please uh, everybody who's listening um give to the queensland flood appeal we're up here in queensland uh amongst it at the moment and uh, you know it's not it's not a it's not a pretty situation uh, but uh, you know we look forward to to 2011 and um, as i said making everything that little bit better uh, the next time around join us next week for more v8 insiders only on v8x.com.au